Chapter 1, Amazement, Before and After. It is so amazing to witness everything that has happened to me. It is something beyond miraculous. All the things people usually spend a lifetime trying to find, to feel, to live, from the smallest, simplest details to the greatest things, all of them have come to me without me even to trying to find them or looking for them. Could it be that this saying I have heard so many times during the past few years, that of, it is all inside of you, is true? Could it be that one doesn't actually have to go anywhere to find all the joy, the blessings, the miracles in life? It has to be true because, honestly, I have not done anything to try to find anything. It all has shown to me, it all has appeared as if by magic. Now that I have spent over two years going through this, I find it to be the most normal thing in the world. Somehow I kind of expected. And this is a miracle all in itself because I had spent my fir the first 42 years of my life being the most fatalistic, fearful, low-deserving, low-self-esteem person you could ever meet. Now, after having been very used to this magic for the past two years and realizing that now all this magic is the most natural thing in the world to me, now, when I spend more than a few seconds thinking about it, when I start to realize about the magnitude and depth of all of this and start to think about how difficult or rare it is that these things actually happen and then the longer I think about it in that way the more I start to wonder why are these things happening to me so easily and who am I to deserve all of this and then I quickly feel that if I continue letting my thoughts go in that direction I easily end up in the same low self-esteem lack of self-worth, etc. All of that negativity that used to be the main trait of my personality before. And yes, it has been a very gradual process. And I see that before I used to easily end up in that low deserving trap. Oh, but now now I gradually have been able to catch myself faster and have been able to pull myself out of it sooner to the point that now it is very uncomfortable to feel that type of negativity in me even for a few seconds. Now it is much easier and much more natural for me to expect all kinds of blessings to happen inside of me and around me all the time. I guess the fact that I had lived my life in lack of self-appreciation, self-love, and self-worth, I have not thought I actually deserved much 
Instead, I have just stumbled through life, realizing about the things I did not like and moving on from there to something else. Realizing how much I did not want that either and then moving on to something else and to something else. So I became an expert at the things I did not like or did not want to experience. I became an expert at not wanting anything, at thinking that I did not deserve anything, at thinking that I needed to train myself to not want anything, so then I would not feel disappointed about anything. And then, little but surely, I became numb. My mind became numb. My feelings became numb. My body became almost paralyzed. My emotions became an obscure abyss in which I buried every thought, every idea, every dream. And the worst, I became so used to it. So much thought, so much so that I got to the point of not even realizing that this was not normal at all, that it did not have to be that way. I got to the point of thinking at first and being very convinced as the years went by that there was nothing in this world for me, not understanding the meaning of anything, not finding sense or purpose in anything, especially in me. All the first 42 years of my life went like this. I realized that I did not like that, whatever that was, and moved on from there to something else. And every time what I was moving to was something less liked by me and less wanted and less appealing. And my life was somewhat of a slowly but surely down the hill ride year after year, day after day, minute after minute, everything, my studies, my career, my relationships, my self-worth, my body weight, my body image, my blood pressure, my personality, my emotions, etc., etc. Everything in my life went down the same path. And I could not understand, and no one at least somewhat close to me could understand why. Why someone like me? Why someone with such loving family, loving friends, loving teachers, beautiful life? Why someone so smart, so intelligent, and yes, even so pretty? Why me, having everything in the world? Why other people who lived in real tough situations seem to be so happy? And here I was, following this unstoppable down the hill journey. Why? Something very powerful happened to me one day in January of 2013. 
that something caused or better yet help me to at least stop no it would be much more accurate to say somewhat slow down the down the hill motion of my life the lack of direction of my life the low self-esteem at least it helped me to somehow realize that I could hit the brake pedal to slow down that kind of motion, to bring that negative motion to a lower speed, to at least be able to realize, to assess how delicate my situation was, to slow down and actually be able to look around with a little bit less blurriness, to slow down and at least be sometimes able to breathe in a meaningful way. To slow down and be able to realize how fast my thoughts were constantly going down that negative path. To slow down and start sometimes, even if for a matter of seconds, to just be. Yes, to just be. At that time, I suddenly realized how exhausted I was, how exhausted my body was, how exhausted my mind was, how exhausted my feelings were, how exhausted my soul and my spirit were, how much confusion there was in my being, how much lack of understanding there was in my being. How many contradictions had accumulated in my being throughout the first 42 years of my life? I, somehow, do not even know how, reached somewhat of a plateau after that. A plateau that should not be called that because it was not peaceful or stable at all. It was a plateau just on the surface but in the inside there was a combination of constant avalanches, tsunamis, earthquakes, volcanoes, tornadoes, hurricanes, and everything else imaginable along those, those lines. The intense, confusing, unbearable energies started within myself. The intense going within starting started to happen inside of me. The intense and unstoppable impulses to reflect and remember and reassess my life started to happen inside of me. The intense writings started to build up inside of me to the point that I had to give up every time, stop everything I had to do and just write and write and write. Intense feelings started to increase exponentially inside of me. Many feelings that I had never even experienced before or imagined that they, that they existed. All of this made me feel and realized that my life, my whole life, had been a total contradiction up to that point a total lack of direction up to that point, 
a total confusion up to that point, full of things that I had wanted at some point, and then gave up on them because of my lack of direction, my lack of knowing how worthy I am, my lack of love. I am delighted at the way I have been feeling after that, and I am even more delighted to realize that this beautiful state of being has lasted pretty steadily all this time. I have experienced a slowly but surely up the hill motion in my life now. This is so calming, so relieving, so much so that I want it to last forever and ever. I can tell you, there hasn't been a time in my life where I have felt like this. It is a feeling so beautiful and so strange at the same time. A feeling that something inside of me is moving up, up, up and bubbling like a hot spring. But sometimes, many times, instead of that something moving up and up, slowly bubbling from inside of me, it shoots out like a geyser. It would probably be more accurate to describe it as a bubbling geyser. Yes, that is actually perfect for how I have felt these past couple of years of my life. But, wait a minute, what is that something that moves like a bubbling geyser from inside of me? What is it? At first, I felt it was like a foreign object, something that was placed inside of me all of a sudden and was finding its way out. But as the days, the months, even the years, the years went by, as I embraced this process more and more, as I embraced it like my last resort, as I was able to sense, to truly feel what was happening inside of me, in all that process, I realized that it was not a foreign object, that nothing was placed inside of me, that it all had been there all along. It was parts of me that were emerging like a bubbling geyser. It was me. It was my being, my true self. What a lovely, delightful, what a magical experience. One day, reading some of the writings that I had started, so many of them, to see which one I wanted to continue, I suddenly realized that the first 42 years of my life, I have had it all backwards. Yes. I innately did not like conflict, and I always had the tendency to just let things happen. And when something displeasing happened to me, or when some wrongdoing was done to me, I basically let it all be, without fighting back or anything. And yes, I now realize that it was probably the best thing to do 
because going against things just basically adds more fuel to the fire per se. But I never realized that this was happening because something inside of me was causing it. So instead of being able to remediate the situation and do something so it would not happen again, event after event, action after action, I just took more and more on that on a path of less and less self-worthiness. As if for some reason I deserved all of these negative things happening to me. And moment after moment, year after year, more and more lack of self-esteem, more and more lack of self-love going down this hill that became steeper and steeper every time in every area of my life and the hill got steeper because the increase of those negative feelings toward myself grew deeper and deeper as the years and the experiences passed by <laughs> Chapter 2. Energies in my body. It is very curious to me to remember that I was always a very indecisive person, very insecure, always needing support from others, always calling everyone so I wouldn't feel alone, looking for protection, for understanding, always asking others before I could make any decision even if a very small decision. Asking anyone around me, especially my closest family members and friends. I was famous for that. Everyone, including me, were all so used to that. So much so that we accepted it as the most normal thing in the world. And to see me now going through all these energies and all these strange things, all those things that at the beginning used to make me think that I was going out of my mind or that perhaps I was getting sick or something very bad was happening in my body. To see me going through all of that and that I never had the intention to call anyone or tell what was happening, it's, it's as if a miracle had taken place in me. And yes, looking at it now from the distance and reflecting on everything that has happened to me since all of that began, <coughs> I know that is that is I know that is what happened. I know that a miracle happened in me. It is as if from the very beginning I had something like a trust, despite the total confusion. An internal trust that told me that everything was fine. A profound knowing that this was and is something that I had to go through alone. And perhaps that is why at the moment that everything was going to start, in that precise and magical moment, they put that being in front of me 
through many coincidences and through its energy. In an instant, very abruptly. Or maybe was it the sudden closeness to that being what caused all of this process to unleash and accelerate itself inside of me? Or could it be that it was all destined to take place at the same time? I do not know. The only thing I know is that this is the most beautiful thing that has ever happened in my life. And it is very amazing to me that now, remembering the beginning of all of this and the moments when, it, when I was living it without knowing what it was, now I realize that I always felt that if this same process would happen to many other people I know, that if this would happen to at least 90% of the people that currently inhabit this planet, that if this same thing would have happened to me in some previous moment of my life, they and I would rush to see a doctor, be it a doctor of the body or the mind, and they would start to receive treatment for this or the other. And from there, something very similar to a chain reaction would start to happen, where from one thing they would find another and another, and the first medication would cause other problems that they would try to treat later with other medications, and so forth and so on. No, that thought never even occurred to me. Could it be that this happened precisely to me because I have always been the type of person that would only go to doctors in a very extreme circumstance? Or perhaps this has happened and happens to many other people, but because they have the tendency to fix things through medications, surgeries, treatments for this or for that, Somehow they slowly annihilate or mask or sever the process and they do not allow this which started to happen to develop and continue its natural course. And um, would it be that precisely for my way of acting I was a fertile medium for all of this to develop little by little in me? My tendency was to just observe it and flow with the current, sometimes astonished, exhausted others, always impressed, confused most of the time, but always with that sensation, with something very subtle and imperceptible that was guiding me and telling me that everything was fine. And I even think that perhaps the fact that all the first 42 years of my life I was so insecure, so indecisive, I had such low self-esteem, so little, almost non-existent self-love, I used to assign such little value to myself that in that time and along all those previous years, 
I used to allow everything to happen to me without complaining, without doing anything about it, without realizing that things did not have to be that way. Would it be that precisely because of all of that, I allowed all this, all of this to happen without asking anyone, without telling anyone, without going to anyone to try to receive help? Could it be that being like that has acted as um, a survival mechanism for me during all the first 42 years of my life? I do not know. I will never be able to know with certainty. The first times I started to receive those energy cycles, coincidentally, right after that being was put in my life, just like that, so abruptly, those energy, uh, those extremely intense energy cycles, so baffling, so overwhelming, so leveling and unstoppable, I started to realize that after everything was over, the result was always something beautiful, something positive, some type of beneficial change in me. Eventually, the doubts dissipated in me, little by little. The confusion dissipated in me. And every time that happened in me, I knew it was another one of those miraculous cycles. Those cycles that even when they many times left me with my body almost devastated, with my mind totally exhausted, as if they had turned me inside out, I knew it was for something good. And I used to go through them with inner happiness, observing me each time with greater pleasure, with more satisfaction, with deeper trust. Each time what I received after all those extremely intense energies traveled through my spirit, through my soul, through, through my body, throughout my whole being, is something to which I cannot give any other name than a blessing. In my body, in my personality, more and more joy, more and more mental clarity. The first years, it was something pretty constant and extremely intense. Now, this third year, those energy cycles have become a little more spaced out, a little less intense maybe, the energies a little more calmed, not always uniquely related to that being. The same process has occurred to me with a couple of other people and a few other things also. And now as I write this, I ask myself, could it be that it is not that the cycles are more spaced out or the energies less intense, but that my being has adapted to all of this and that this is part of who I am now and that I do not see them as something strange but as the most not normal things in the world to me? 
I do not know. All I know is that I miss the confusion, the confusion I felt in those days, the shocks, the agonies, and the fears I felt at the beginning, the intensity, the way I used to see and feel miracles, big and small, take place in me every day. Many times, several times in the same day. I wish that each person that goes through this process is able to realize right away of the huge blessing they are receiving in their being. And just enjoy every instant, as baffling as it may be. Yes, my body received many blessings during that time, very many. Among them, many that I will never tell anyone. The most perceivable ones of these blessings, some perceivable by other people, others only perceivable by me, those perceivable blessings are the total disappearance of my obesity, something that I suffered from during the previous 13 years to when all this ha uh, started to happen. The total disappearance of my high blood pressure and not taking pills or being and being always normal. Something that I suffered from during the previous seven years to when all this started. The total disappearance of certain pains from the very beginning of all of this starting to happen. Something that I suffered from religiously from the very first time every month during the, the previous 31 years to when all this started. The total disappearance of my breathing problems, the miraculous increase of my flexibility and elasticity. And there was a point when I just decided to accept the fact that the arthritis and not being able to use my knees for anything not being able to bend them even the slightest was going to be the price that I had to pay for all those years of my obesity, for all those years of so many other things that led me to that obesity and to that arthritis, but the same. Many people used to tell me that I was going to have to go to a doctor to at least have them check me. And I was totally reluctant because then they would find this or the other and then they would want to they would want me to go undergo surgery to replace my knees, which is what I saw them doing to most people. And I continued living my life normally. I bought supplements that perhaps would help me to improve this condition. And I continued to go to my exercises and it was very, very painful for me. And many times I used to cry from so much pain. The intense pain in my knees used to wake me up in the middle of the night after doing the exercises. And one day I had a feeling while I was in my bed, 
in that limbo state as I was falling asleep. And it was a sensation that even if I had that situation going on with my knees, even in that situation, I was going to live happily. And many more months passed by, living my life, living happily in my pain. And about three months ago, I started to notice that the pain had disappeared. But I did not want to totally convince myself, just in case. And I would observe me once in a while, pretending I wasn't really paying attention to this. And yes, today I can categorically say that my knees are totally fine. With such flexibility, I don't believe I ever had in my life, not even when I was young. What name could I assign to this other than a blessing? Yes, my personality received many blessings also. As the years in my life went by, I became at first very slowly and very gradually and then very rapidly someone that was always sad, apathetic, disinterested. I used to always be a fairly happy person. I liked to laugh. I used to love to listen to music, visit new places. And during the 12 years prior to all of this beginning to happen, to happen a very noticeable change took place in me. It all came to a point where I would never smile. I used to live without ever listening to music always upset about one thing or another. From the moment when all of this started to happen to me, I transformed myself very abruptly. If we compare it to the previous years of my life, and especially to the last 12, in a happy person, in such an instantaneous way, as if a fairy godmother had touched me with her magic wand or something similar to that. I went from the total depression in which I had lived practically all my life to be always happy, always full of life. I went from being the least motivated person that has ever existed on this planet to being always eager, full of enthusiasm, I went from being the introverted person I had been all my life to being a very spontaneous and fairly open person. From being a very indecisive person without a clear direction in life to being someone with acute mental clarity, totally sure of myself. Yes, my spirituality received many blessings. I would say that around turning 10 years of age, I started to have very specific ideas about many things, about many topics that are not what one would see as children's topics. And it was as if I had a very deep inner understanding about all these things that I thought, or no, not only that I thought, it would be more accurate to say that I knew about the majority of 
the most important aspects of a human being's life. How did I acquire that knowledge and reach those conclusions about life at such a young age? I do not know. Perhaps due to many aspects related to the first 10 years of my existence, related to my upbringing, with things I used to observe in others, with things I used to hear, I'm not sure. What I am certain about is that at that young age, I realized that the majority of those things that I thought or that I knew The majority of the aspects of my personality, my way of being, what I used to expect from life and from others, did not match at all with what I saw around me. It did not match at all with the way I used to see the people around me talk, act, think. And just like that, little by little, I started to feel strange in this world to the point that I became very deeply convinced that I did not belong in this world at all. So in that state of being, I lived the 32 years prior, prior to the moment when all of this started to happen. And here I do not include the first 10 years of my life because I do not remember much of what I used to feel back then. But what I know is that when I was between six months and one year of going through this process, I suddenly realized that I was not feeling none of that strangeness. I realized that even though I still felt different than the majority of the people in many many aspects, interests, way of being, way of behaving, way of seeing life, etc., there would never be anyone or anything able to make me feel that I do not belong in this world. And I see the world, life, everything, with so much beauty. Everything makes sense. Everything has meaning. Everything. Everything that has happened to me in my life makes total sense. So many knowings. So many understandings have downloaded and continue to download themselves in me, just like that, in an instant. Without me looking for them, without me expecting them. Yes. My actions received many blessings. My way of behaving has changed so much in such an incredible way. After all this started to happen a little over two years ago, the closest people to me, the ones that had to suffer the consequences of all my depressions, negativities, sadnesses, low self-esteem, And everything I have mentioned before are the most amazed ones to see how much I have changed so abruptly. Even I am totally amazed by all of this. Despite the fact that I have been the main witness of every little change, 
of every second in which I felt something relax itself inside of me. Similar to a valve that was causing tension in certain area of my existence. And all of a sudden, the valve opens up and everything flows again. At the beginning, everyone, including me, thought it was going to be just a fleeting event, as if I was just suddenly having some clarity moments that would then return to the obscure normal state in which I had lived up to that point in my life. And this is something totally understandable. First, there is that of, if it is too good to be true, it probably isn't true. There are other expectations which are generally based on the history of what had ha has happened up to that moment. And one thinks that a person has been a certain way, in a very stable manner, during the first 42 years of that person's life, it is impossible to think that such a drastic change is going to occur overnight. So from its roots all the way up, so from the deepest essence, and that it is going to be something permanent. In fact, I have spent all my life, literally, trying to change, trying with more intensity the more I realized that the intensity of my not belonging, the intensity of my depression, the intensity of my sadness, the intensity of my unhappiness, the more I realized that the intensity was increasing. And at the end, I never accomplished much. Some relief, some temporary improvement to then go back to the same, or not really to the same, to something much more negative and much more disconnected every time. Chapter 3, January X, 2010X, The Turning Point, which would be January 7th, 2013. That's the turning point. That day of January of 2013, I went to the supermarket close to my mom's house, a quick usual trip to just buy some milk, bananas, and a couple of other everyday items. That supermarket is just two or three blocks from her house. On a road that I drive almost every day, sometimes even two or three times a day. As I was driving back to my mom's house, suddenly I started to see everything so beautiful. Something truly out of this world. And yet, it was the same street, the same trees, the same sun, the same sky, the same houses that I was so used to seeing every day, many times, several times a day. And even though everything was the same, I was sure everything 
was the same. I was not dreaming or anything. I was driving. How was it possible that such an invasion of beauty suddenly came to my life? It wasn't that things appeared to be a different color. No, same colors. But it was as if they had a different tone, a different glow. Not quite a shine, just like a glow. Just as if they were more blended one into the other. As if the boundaries had somehow faded. As if everything was just a continuum of everything else. Such beauty. Such love. Love? Yes, that is exactly, or at least as closely as I can describe it. That is what I felt slowly inundating my whole body, little by little, poor by poor. So beautiful. Such a feeling of deep, intense, infinite love. I really feel even the word love is not accurate to describe something so pure and so magnificent in every tree, in the sky, in every home, in every car, inside my car, inside of me, in every millimeter of my body, of my soul, and my heart, my heart was about to explode. It was the first time I felt this. My whole chest area was about to explode. The closest I can describe it is as if suddenly all that area became something very similar to a balloon. And it kept expanding and expanding. And I clearly and very deeply felt that huge space within myself as if it was filled with air. But no, it did not feel like air. How could I describe that feeling? It was love. All of a sudden, I was filled with love. Totally bathed in me, on the inside, on the outside, all around me. But what was this? What is this? Where does all of this come from? This is so beautiful. I have never seen or felt or sensed something so absolutely beautiful. What is it? What is it? Those were my thoughts in the middle of all of that awe and deep admiration. When I suddenly stopped myself and said, I do not know what it is or where it comes from. All I want to do is enjoy and assimilate it. So much beauty, so much love. It feels like it lasted an eternity. As if everything has slowed down, down or stopped just for me to enjoy. But I know it was just a matter of seconds because I was already in my mom's parking space. And I clearly remember me standing in my mom's kitchen once I got in her house and telling her, Mom, I do not know why or when or how, 
but I know that from this moment on, I will not be the same person ever again. And then she started asking me, but what do you mean? What, but what happened? But why do you say that? To which I could only say every time, I do not know, Mom. Don't ask me. I just sense it. And then I described to her everything that had happened to me seconds ago. And all she could say was, that was strange. All of a sudden, two days later, I had the impulse to start communicating with that being. It was as if, out of the blue, something pushed me to communicate with it. Honestly, at the beginning I did not even know why I was doing that after so many years. All those years it was as if somehow I constantly had its presence in me but did not feel the need, the purpose, or the sense to communicate with it. So I had no clue on why, what to say, but I kept feeling that push, that undeniable push to reach out and communicate. One day, one afternoon, two days after that push to communicate began, Four days after that magical experience happened to me on my way to my mom's house, as I was writing, working, studying at my desk, perhaps somewhat thinking about that being, perhaps, I'm not sure, I cannot remember. All I clearly remember is that I was sitting at my desk, just sitting at my desk, and very unexpectedly, I felt a presence standing behind me. Very clearly, I felt this being standing behind me. In such an intense manner that I turned toward my left side saying its name aloud. You? And it was very saddening, very empty feeling not sure what word to use to describe it, but I felt very amazed to see this being was not there. No one was there, but I felt it standing there behind me. I felt it. What was it? Its energy? Chapter 4 And the voyage to the center of me began. I had always been the most fearful person that probably exists. I never wanted to be alone, even as an adult. All my life I was always with somebody, first in my parents' home, then in the dorms at school, then in my marriage. Eventually, I ended up in jobs where I had to work at the computer a lot, and I had to work a lot, and my work hours extended pretty much throughout the whole day, night, weekend. It ended up being almost 24-7. So the time of the day came when everyone had to go to bed, and I did not want to stay 
all by myself in the dining room or in a bedroom that used to function as my office, office guest room. I remember me gathering my laptops, my little portable desk, and sticking all of that, plus me, with a chair inside the master bathroom. So I would stay close to my spouse, but not close enough as to have to turn on the lights in the bedroom. I remember me going through things like that all my life. And my close relatives and friends had to suffer the consequences of my behaviors, of my imbalance. Again, not really sure what name to give it. And it was something so constant in me that they and I were so used to it. And even though we knew it was not normal, we gave up after years and years of trying and trying unsuccessfully to change me. And like this example I described, the rest of the examples of my restless, unbalanced personality during the first 42 years of my life are just endless. And it doesn't truly make sense to spend any more time describing them here. I just wanted to somehow illustrate this so it is easier to understand the significance that this drastic change had for me to the point that I consider it also a miracle. Another one of the many countless miracles that started to happen to me after that day in January of 2010X13. <laughs> after what happened to me on that day and after my first communication with that being that started two days later, I automatically had the urge, the impulse, to start waking up somewhere between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m every day and quietly and in a very relaxed way go outside the bedroom area head to the kitchen make coffee or whatever was appealing to me that day do a couple of stretching exercises while the coffee was done and then head to my office guest room area and there spend the next several hours all by myself so relaxed, in such communication with me, in such depth of being. I am not sure how to explain it. I just know that it felt so wonderful, so natural, so nurturing, that I became more and more eager to do it every day. So good that even today, around two and a half years after all this started to happen to me, I still eagerly do that every day of my life, even though many of my life circumstances have drastically changed since then. Every day, for at least the first year, I would meditate very deeply, something I had started on and off during the eight years prior to 2000. 13, and that I started doing very specifically and constantly during 2012, increasing the intensity in the last two months of that year. 
Before 2012, I did not really know what I was doing. I just had a sense that I had to do something, something to feel better. As I said, all my life I have tried not to be depressed, to increase my self-esteem, etc., etc. But that is another story. So a few months after all this started in 2010X, 13, <laughs> I would meditate. Then I would start to either read things on the internet or listen to different people on YouTube or listen to different songs that would suddenly pop in my head and would make me reflect on certain things or bring me different memories of my life or make me reflect on different things from different times of my life. Many times I would communicate with that being about the different things that were triggered by my reflections. And the things that being said or didn't say would trigger something else in me, a deeper reflection, a deeper understanding, a letting go of something. Many, many things would start to quickly be built up in me, thoughts, feelings, energy, many physical sensations, very uncomfortable, very strange, things I had never felt before, things that would trigger even more things in me, more reflections, more knowings, more understandings, more communications with this being, until everything came to a point where the only thing I could do was to write and write and write a letter. A letter that was written from the new standpoint that I had acquired after the deep, abrupt knowings that came to me in the first two weeks of this process going on with me. And the answer I received from this being when still in the middle of reading my letter, that response triggered something that had never ever happened to me in my whole entire existence. Feelings that had never happened to me and that I was always sure they could not exist. Not in the world I had perceived and lived in up to that point. But somehow I knew they did exist and perhaps that was at the essence of all the contradictions and deep discordance I had experienced all my life. That being's response triggered all these energies to unleash within me. The respons this response triggered a more intense and deeper than ever going within. The response of this being triggered something so unique and so intense. All of this happened in such a symphony-like fashion like in a perfect sequence of event, events, in perfect timing. See, if this being had appeared in my life in this way, in any of the prior 42 years, right up to that day, in January of 2010 X 13, I would have quickly and skillfully blocked and eliminated its presence from my life completely. 
none of this that happened at the beginning of January and all the beautiful things, blessings, and miracles that happened after that, none of them would have taken place at all. So I am not sure if that wonderful, that out-of-this-world experience that happened to me that day of January of 2010X, as I was riding, driving to my mom's house, and the first two events that happened about this being, the second and fourth day after that, made me just flow with it and let things be, to see what this was all about, thinking I was receiving some signs and perhaps this being needed some type of help from me. And then that strong pull that was happening right from the beginning. And then all the amazing and beautiful synchronicities that started to take place. This being's responses to me, my reactions, my going deeper, my total opening, my going even deeper within myself. All the feelings inside of me, my amazement, more feelings, Feelings that were totally unknown to me in that pool, that irresistible pool. This time, it was absolutely irresistible. I was so paralyzed in amazement to see myself allowing me to follow all of this, to receive whatever was coming my way, puzzled by the way everything was happening, puzzled by what was happening, astonished by how fast and how deeply everything was taking place, so deeply that all of this was reaching the innermost core layer of my being, transforming me from my very core, from the very essence of who I truly was. This was the first time ever that I actually allowed myself to flow with life without me rigidly controlling every bit of what was entering my life like I had always done. Always rigidly micromanaging everything from a very negative, contradictory, and confused standpoint. Perhaps all the conditions around this being so real, but at the same time almost like in the spiritual world, the specific circumstances that somehow linked us. All of this made me not to push it away from me from the very beginning. I was distracted thinking this is, was all about something else. And when I realized what was truly happening inside of me related to this being, I had already gone too far and was in the middle of the strongest pull I have ever experienced in my whole life. The eagerness or the need to write. 
I have been feeling those happy energies so much this couple of days, much more intense than usual. And usually, for the past two years, my normal state is like what for at least 90% of people would be a very heightened, excited, upbeat state. So when I feel in this state that I, I am currently feeling, which I have felt many, many times before for the past two years, a state that I have come to identify with and understand so deeply. When I feel in this extra charged, super happy state, one of the descriptions that comes to my mind, probably the only description that comes to my mind, is that my body is about to explode. I literally feel that way. I just mentioned it to a friend of mine and she looked at me like I am out of my mind. Another way to describe it would be like my skin cannot hold me anymore. Like when you inflate a balloon, that, it, that is exactly how my body feels in the periods where I feel this intense, beautiful, all-encompassing energy. And I literally feel that I need to find ways to calm it down a little because like a balloon, if you put a little too much air in it, in a sudden way, it explodes. Or if the material of the balloon is not 100% optimal condition, it cannot hold much either. In those moments of such intense energy, nothing helps much. It is something much more powerful than my mind and my body. And I am not sure where it comes from. It happens just like that, out of the blue. And since I do not have intentions to go from this world yet, when I get to that point of feeling that that's it, I cannot hold anymore or my body explodes, when I get to that point, I do different things to try to at least calm the energies down. And I have found a handful of things that work for me. Closing my eyes and relaxing my body a little, taking deep, slow breaths down to my belly, slow enough to feel how the air slowly reaches every place inside my body. Closing my eyes and imagining that I'm inside the ocean, the whole ocean just for me or in a, ri a river only for me, or under a slow flowing waterfall, and especially drinking water as if I had spent a week lost in the desert, among others. But like I said, these are just helpful to distract me in that peak moment when my body literally cannot hold anymore and it is about to explode. Just as a minor relief, it would not even make sense for me to do, to do it the rest of the time. Up to this point, I had always related those energies with that being, always sensing and knowing that I did not have anything to do with this because everything came and started 
from outside of me, almost as if it was something totally imposed on me. But since for the past two years we have been somewhat close, I always thought all this was directly, uniquely related to this being's presence in my life and could never understand why somewhat that, someone that I didn't even know that much, why someone that was very, very far from me in every kind of imaginable way, why that someone would make me feel all these things that I had never felt in all the years of my life put together. These past several months, this being has been very distant and now, the last few days, these intense energies again, very intense. What causes them? Not sure what causes them. I am only sure that it is the same that caused them the very first time and all the other times after that. Something happened in my life from the very beginning all this started, a little over two years ago in relation to this being, since it was brought to me at the very same instant all of this began to happen, very simultaneously, all of it in a very sudden and abrupt manner. So all these years this almost magical thing happened to me, the need to write and write and write to this being. Knowing that all of that does not originate in me, trying to stop it before it even starts. But my body liter literally fills up, and I literally feel something stuck inside of me, something that fills my whole body, from my lower belly all the way to my throat, something that burns me from the inside. All the exact ideas and words and phrases are inside of me, filling me up. And the more I resist, the more full I feel. And the more I cannot even think of anything else, the more I'm pushed to sit down and write. But I do not want to do it because it literally takes up all my energy, all my time, all my thoughts all of me and I know that I need to do all the things I need to do in my day. I cannot just neglect everything, everyone and me and just write and write and write. Those are my thoughts when I'm trying not to give in to it. To it. But the moment comes when it is just so much so much that I have no other choice but to sit down and do it. Hours and hours writing. Sometimes it takes me a couple of days to finish because of um, the obligations I need to tend to in, my, in between. And during all that time, I am completely taken by all of this. Most of the times I write from around 2 a.m. to around 7 a.m., that is a block of time where I do not have many interruptions. The times when there have not been interruptions and I have been able to sit down and continue beyond 7 a.m. and finish 
after many, many hours non-stop. My fingers and my whole hand hurt. My fingers are red and feel literally burned from so much writing. During all the process before I sit down, plus all the hours of writing, a unique and hugely intense energy travels through my body and burns me from the inside out. Sometimes I am thinking the writing is going one way and what ends up being on paper is totally different. At some point I start to feel the energy begins to slow down. Some relief starts in my body. But I know it is not totally over yet. I close my eyes and put my head back. Something else comes up and I write it down. Then again, then again. Until I feel it is done. Total relief in my whole body, in my chest. Totally drained, extremely hungry. Have to immediately get up and eat something. When everything is written, I have the urge to eat as if it w there were no more food left in the world. Not really for the amount of food that I eat, but for the way that I eat it and drink plenty of water. My breathing automatically becomes very deep, very refreshing, very fulfilling. A sense of total out-of-this-world happiness, a sense of joy total beauty. As I explained before, it is very bothersome to try to resist against these energies. Extremely painful and difficult. Even after having gone through them several times and knowing exactly how the process goes for me, I start to resist them with all my being because I either do not have the time that I know it will take or I am tired and do not want to spend the huge amount of energy that I know it will take. But, like I said, it is such a potent kind of energy that totally sweeps me away and I end up having to surrender every time, every single time, even though I try to distract myself. Many times I distract myself for days to helplessly have to end up sitting down to write and write and sense and feel and write more and more and more. Until at some point the energy slow down. What had accumulated between my lower belly and my throat is emptied out from my body. And I know I am done. It is over for now until the next surge of energy begins. Many times I get a sensation similar to a headache, but it's not really a headache. This sensation lasts sometimes hours or even days. And I know it is caused by the huge amount of heat that reaches my head. Every time that these energy cycles happen to me, I get the sensation in my throat as if I had a sore throat. And again, I know it is because that huge amount of energy that circulates throughout my body during those times 
produces so much heat in, in me that it actually burns. And I get the evidence of this burning in a way of a sore throat and on my lips. My lips feel extremely hot during this process. And even then at the end, when everything finishes and I look at myself in a mirror, they are actually burnt. Like when there is a very cold weather and the lips burn sometimes. Or like when one spends the whole day at the beach in full sun. I can actually see it. Every time this happens, while the energies are moving throughout my body, my eyes feel like two balls of fire. I can see the white part turn a little reddish. Again, because of the heat, they turn very shiny, bright, open, beautiful, almost like glowing. That is the sensation I feel. The one thing that remains even after the energies dissipate is the beauty in my eyes. They have never turned back to the opaque, lifeless way they were all the previous years prior to when all this began. Never again. So noticeable that people look at me sometimes and ask me, but what is it? Something about you lately. Your eyes look different. Do you put lenses on, on them to change the color? And no, nothing, all natural. <laughs> I know exactly what it is, but I have learned not to even start to try to explain any of this to anyone because they would not understand. I know it because I have tried many times with the simpler to understand things that have happened to me during the last couple of years and they tune me out after the first minute or two of me of my attempt to explain whatever it is that we're talking about i have understood after so many attempts that this is something that people will understand as they themselves are ready for it exactly as what happened to me throughout all this process just like this as if by magic during everything that goes on within me before i actually surrender and sit down to write and many many times even while i am writing so much comes to me much of it stays <clears throat> even if I do not write it until days later. Other times I sit down to write and write and something comes and the minute I try to remember what it is and write it down, it disappears from me. And there is no way I can get it back. That is, or used to be, extremely frustrating because I can still feel it inside of me. I can clearly sense it but I cannot remember what it said. After all this time, I have learned to trust this. And if I cannot remember it after the first or second try, I just let it go and move up to the next phrases and ideas that continue to steadily and intensely build up inside of me. During the days prior to, that, to the time I feel the actual urge and rush, I know it is inevitable. 
like a volcano that is about to erupt. There is a gradual build-up of things in me. I usually have to stop many in any activities to write things down, even driving. I have to pull to the side, write things down on whatever piece of paper I can find, and then continue. It is curious that throughout the years, something made me not to throw those pieces of paper away. Even though I am the type of person that always throws everything away, or end up not finding things. But for some reason, those little papers were always precious to me. Then the resistance comes, then the surrendering and the giving up. And when I actually sit down and write, it is a combination of what was captured in all the pieces of paper. Sometimes it is ex extremely hard for me to understand what I wrote due to how fast I had to write it to be able to keep up with what was coming out of me. So it was a combination of all those little pieces of paper of what had accumulated inside my body and what flows through me and from me at the moment of writing it. Not really from me. I am not sure where it all comes from. Let's just say what flows at the moment. One of the things that had tremendously amazed me from the very beginning is the fact that whatever flows, flows. And when everything stops, I do not have to edit much. Maybe just what I misspelled because of the intensity of the speed of writing, or maybe some punctuation marks or capitalization. But what is written is written. My fingers move without my mind knowing what is being written. And when I think I know where the writing is going, after I read it, I realize it is something totally different. And it delights me because even though the same happens every single time, it still amazes me how after I read everything once, I have to end up reading it and reading it and reading it many times because it is as if it was not written by me. And every time I read it again, I find some type of message, something that goes very deeply inside of me and helps me to reflect, to understand, to know something extremely meaningful to me.